Section 3 of Our Atomic World, The Story of Atomic Energy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Atomic World, The Story of Atomic Energy by C. Jackson Craven. Radioactive Atoms Discovered in 1896, the French physicist Henri Becquerel was investigating the relation between fluorescence and X-rays, a puzzling kind of penetrating radiation discovered a few months earlier by the German Wilhelm Röntgen. Various chemical compounds fluoresce or glow when exposed to ultraviolet rays and other types of radiation. While experimenting with a large number of chemicals, Becquerel discovered, quite by accident, that a compound containing the element uranium can, without being exposed to any kind of radiation, darken a photographic plate completely wrapped in heavy black paper. Although no one realized it at the time, Becquerel had discovered that atoms of some elements will, at random times, transform themselves into atoms of a different element by emitting certain extremely high-speed charged particles. Atoms that can do this are said to be radioactive, and it was the radiation from transforming uranium atoms that darkened Becquerel's photographic plate. Rutherford finds the atomic nucleus. We are greatly indebted to the imagination and experimental skill of the British physicist Ernest Rutherford for the interpretation of radioactivity in terms of the structure of atoms. Rutherford, born and educated in New Zealand, moved to England to work under Thompson at Cambridge University in 1895. Shortly afterward, Wilhelm Röntgen in Germany discovered X-rays, Becquerel in France discovered radioactivity, and Thomson proved the existence of the electron. During the next few years, curiosity about the fundamental nature of radioactivity led a number of people to do a great deal of work. The element thorium was found to be radioactive, and Marie and Pierre Curie discovered two new elements— polonium and radium, that were also radioactive. The radiation from radioactive materials was found to be of three kinds, called alpha rays, beta rays, and gamma rays. Alpha rays were first detected by Rutherford, who later identified them as positively charged helium atoms. Becquerel demonstrated that beta rays, like cathode rays, consist of negatively charged electrons. The highly penetrating gamma rays were proved by Rutherford and E.N. Dasi Andrade to be electromagnetic radiation similar to X-rays. Rutherford, in collaboration with the English chemist Frederick Soddy, brought order out of a chaos of puzzling discoveries by establishing the general behavior of radioactive atoms. He determined that certain naturally occurring atoms of high atomic weight can spontaneously emit an alpha or a beta particle and thereby convert themselves into new atoms. These new atoms, being also radioactive, sooner or later convert themselves into still different atoms, and so on. 
Each time an alpha particle is emitted in this sequence, the new atom is lighter by the weight of the alpha particle, or helium atom. The disintegration process proceeds from stage to stage until, at last, a stable atom is produced. The end product in this decay process in naturally occurring radioactive elements is lead. One experiment by Rutherford and his co-workers had a most profound effect on the understanding of atomic structure. What they did was to direct a stream of alpha particles at a thin piece of gold foil. The results were astonishing. Almost all the particles passed straight through the foil without changing direction. Of the few particles that did ricochet in new directions, however, some were deflected at very sharp angles. As a result of this experiment, Rutherford proposed a concept of the atom entirely different from the one which prevailed at this time. The prevailing notion was one advanced by Thompson, which conceived of an atom as a blob of positive electrical charge in which were embedded, in much the same way as plums are in a pudding, enough electrons to neutralize the positive charge. Rutherford's concept, which quickly set aside Thompson's plum pudding model, was that an atom has all of its positive charge and virtually all of its mass concentrated in a tiny space at its center. Collisions with this center, which came to be known thereafter as the nucleus, had been responsible for the sharp changes in direction of some of the alpha particles. The space surrounding this nucleus is entirely empty, except for the presence of a number of electrons, 79 in the case of the gold atom, each about the same size as the nucleus. To illustrate Rutherford's concept, let us imagine a gold atom magnified so that it is as large as a bale of cotton. The nucleus at the center of this large atom would be the size of a speck of black pepper. If this imaginary bale weighed 500 pounds, the little speck at its center would weigh 499 and three quarters pounds. The surrounding cotton corresponding to the empty space in Rutherford's concept, containing the 79 electrons, would weigh but one quarter pound. To express this idea another way, any object, such as a gold ring, as dense and solid as it may seem to us, consists almost entirely of nothing. End of Section 3